Hey, it's me, Lisa Lillian, also known as Hungry Girl, and I'm coming at you from Hungryland with a very special episode of Chew the Right Thing. Um, I love episodes like this because I really like to go one-on-one with interesting people, and today I have a phenomenal guest. This is someone I've known for a while, someone who is an RD, an educator, an entrepreneur, and just an all-around cool person and someone that I'm friends with. And her name is Alana Mulstein. She is the creator of the To Be Mindset plan, which is part of Beachbody. And it's a brilliant plan. She is incredible. She is so completely inspirational. So I am thrilled to have her here for an interview. And without further ado, I'm not wasting one more second. We're going to jump right in. So we're here with Alana Mulstein of To Be Mindset fame. It's part of Beachbody. Um, We're going to get into that in a little while. But Alana, welcome. I'm so excited to be here. I love being here. Um, Yeah. When did we meet? Uh, 10 years ago. What? More, maybe. Was it 10 or 11 years ago? Yeah, because I was in college and only, I was young in college. I was probably like a sophomore or junior. Oh, wow. So you went to school, just to give people background information, you went to school with my nephew. At the University of Maryland. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and then you were, you you had Hungry Girl books or something? You Well, I always, always struggled my weight as a kid, always wanted to be a registered dietitian since I'm eight years old, like was always wanted to be a dietitian even when I wasn't practicing what I was thinking I was going to be preaching one day. And so I've always been on a hunt and always been creative with recipes also, like anything that would help me lose weight keep it off more and then I was like a year into college or something and someone was like you have to know Scott's aunt and then I found Scott's aunt and she ended up being the coolest person on earth who's that (laughs) and then I did a serious deep dive into everything hunger and I'm like oh my god this is like my soul sister in every way I'm obsessed and then I started like hunting you down and asking to work for you as much as possible and then I ended up like working for you a little bit after college and ever since. So, I mean, I, well, you I, became a, a nutrition guru in your own right. But I'm glad in some way that I and Hungry Girl may have inspired you. That's oh, so um, exciting. Like so much so. So, so much let's so. talk a little. Like I could not believe. I don't know that I saw your before pictures until pretty recently. So as a child, you were pretty overweight. Yeah. I actually, I met. In college, when I met Scott, I was probably only like 30 pounds heavier, but that was down 70 pounds at that point because I've lost like a total of 100. You've lost 100 pounds? Is that crazy? So how, I mean, I don't know if it's... But it was over time. It was over time. So a lot of people are like, how long did it take? Well, I did like a 30 pound stunt, then I maintained that, and then I lost another 30 pounds and maintained that, then lost another 30 pounds, maintained that, and then did like my last 10 type of thing. That's probably a really healthy way to do it. So when you were at your heaviest, how old were you? I was 14 and I weighed 215 pounds. I'll never forget because it was at Weight Watchers that I saw the number between my toes and they're like, 215, 14 years old and she's only five feet, two inches tall. Did everyone catch that? I'm like, oh my God, this is mortifying. (laughs) They announced that like that? (laughs) I felt like they did. So was that the turning point for you? Like what was the pivotal moment where you said enough is enough? It wasn't then. That was, I was actually going to weight loss camp that summer, aka fat camp. I had gone every summer since I'm eight years old. So I was always like the chubby kid. I was always bigger. My doctor was always like totally freaked out by me, thought my blood sugars were just scary for a kid my age, kid my size. And so 
starting at eight years old, I've been weighing in measurements before pictures, after pictures, taking nutrition courses. I've been, I think I literally have taken more nutrition courses than anyone that exists on the planet because I've been taking three nutrition courses every week for nine weeks every summer since I'm since eight years you were old. Eight, since you were eight. Yeah. So you say you w- were so interested in nutrition. You were eight. You were learning so much about it. Yet at the same time, you kept gaining weight. So I kept thinking like I was the nutrition guru of my friends. So they would have like one small slice of pizza, be satisfied, stop, maybe like only have the crust. And I would, I would be like, I'm so much healthier than you guys. I'm not having a pizza. I'm going to have a bagel. I'm going to scoop it out. Even though it's a New York-sized bagel, it's the size of my face. It's the equivalent of at least four slices of pizza. It's still at that four slices of bread still at that point. I would add mayonnaise tuna to it. I would have like a big salad, like huge amounts of Thousand Island dressing, croutons, shaved Parmesan, and I would still finish their crust. But like I was being <laughs> healthier. But this was this was after you took all those nutrition yeah. classes. Those people should be fired. No a hundred percent. And <laughs> but I always thought like it's probably good for business that I all of us keep gaining the weight back in the school year because then we come back every summer. So I did. So I would just gain the weight back every every school year and then go back and lose it. But then it started escalating too far because one summer my parents wouldn't let me go to weight loss camp because they wanted me to go to like another camp. So with my friends, like a sports camp, be a little bit more social. And so I gained a ton of weight there because there was canteen. Canteen is like grilled cheese, hot dogs, in between meals, all on your parents' credit card. I was a disaster. So I gained so much weight that summer didn't and didn't have time to catch up. So that's when I topped off at my highest weight. And I was supposed to, I was slated to go to camp that summer in June before high school. And my parents were like, it was March. I'll never forget when I was at my highest weight. And they're like, I know you normally wait till camp to lose weight, but it's March Let's get a head start. Go to Weight Watchers for two, three months. And then those three months, I lost like five pounds because like fruit was unlimited and I'm a volume eater and I was just manipulating the system any way I could. And so I weighed in that summer at camp at like 210. And it was my pivotal moment was at camp that summer when I was like, enough's enough, Alana. Like enough. Stop doing this. You have one body. You've been dieting since you're eight years old. Like it's not going anywhere. These knees, these ankles. They keep coming back every summer. They're there every school year. Just get it together. And you lost how much weight that summer? That summer, I lost like 30 pounds. I got into Wonderland. I left the 200s. I said, enough is enough. I'm a young girl, only five feet two, not going back into the twos. That's when I was like, okay, I'm going to at least go on the scale all school year, make sure I keep it down. And I maintained my weight doing all sort of my tips and tricks. Also, my gruey things in the kitchen, learning more, applying more. And I kept off that weight through high school. Then I lost a next 30 through high school. And that's why when I met Scott in college, I was already down like 60 pounds at that point. It's probably around like 150-ish. And then you were just like, I'm going. It's the home stretch. I'm going to go the whole way. That was actually only recently. It was really interesting because I ended up maintaining 145 pounds for about eight years. Once I got there, I was really happy because technically speaking, my BMI was normal. That's all I ever wanted. I wanted to go out of obese, out of overweight, and be classified as a normal, healthy weight person. And so that range literally went up to like 144 pounds for someone who's five foot four. So for me, that was really important. So once I got there, I was fine to stay there. I was really happy. I was like a size six, eight. I ended up staying at that weight for a while. I met my husband at that weight. I was even leading weight loss seminars at UCLA teaching my BHIP uh, Brew and Health Improvement class 
there. But then it was when I got pregnant with my daughter, saw the scale go up, which I was like, oh, God, this stinks. I can't believe I'm going back to here, which was kind of hard for me. But then once I delivered her, I got really narrow because at that point I was already practicing as a registered dietitian, helping people lose weight. And my clients were super successful. My private clients were really successful. So I was like, okay, I'm going to narrow down and get really focused. What is working for everyone no matter what? What has always worked for me no matter what? I broke it down into four basic principles, which I call my two bunnies. Because when you put up your pointer and middle finger, it looks like two bunnies. And when I applied that, uh, in addition to everything else I was working on, I melted down into the last like 116, 115 pound to 120 pound range. So those principles, those things that you learned that really brought you down, because you're super thin now, mm-hmm. is that part of your to be mindset? Plan? Yeah, those are the first four principles you learn, which is water so, first, veggies most. Well, let's talk yeah. a little before mm-hmm. we even jump into that. Mm-hmm. Explain what to be mindset is. Talk a little about beach body and how that all came to be. So once I lost my 100 pounds, I was really crushing it. Also, just in my private practice, my, all my private clients were losing so much weight, really successful. You know, a lot of like women's husbands were calling me the MILF maker. Like I was just like, <laughs> I had all of these women in Los Angeles just really losing all their baby weight, just looking amazing. Everyone was doing really well. I was teaching them these courses at UCLA, a weight loss seminar. I got the average weight loss from 12 pounds in 12 weeks to 24 pounds in 12 weeks. And as I was closing up my master's degree, which had a, it was a master's degree in nutrition with a focus on business entrepreneurship, I started working on a business plan. And my business plan was going to be taking my program at UCLA when I'm doing private clients and trying to scale it a bit and see more people on a bigger scale going through this weight loss program. And at that point, Beachbody started emailing me to take a director position of nutrition at their headquarters. And it wasn't something I was particularly interested in because I was kind of doing my own thing. So I didn't really want to take a job right, at a company. Right, you didn't want company. to be in-house corporate. Yeah. And, but it was for a director position, which meant that I got to meet one-on-one with the CEO, Carl Deichler, as part of the interview process. And so even though I wasn't interested at all in the position, I took the meeting. You got in there and you were like, I got this in is there. what I want, Carl Deichler. And, and instead of bringing like a piece of paper proposal in like a resume, I brought an iPad like slated with, at that point I had done a lot of endorsement work, a lot of camera work. I was a spokesperson for a bunch of different health companies, like food and brand companies. So you sold it in to them. And yeah, and they were like, this is not what we were expecting you to come in for, but we're in, we're sold. And it took like about eight to 10 months to get to, for them to wrap their head around what I am, why it's just so different than anything they've done. But thankfully it worked really well. So tell me like for people who don't know, explain what Beachbody is and what this program is and how they can find out about it. Because some people might be at home thinking, what are they talking about? So just give us like the quick two or three liner. So I essentially took what I was practicing in private practice and at UCLA and turned it into a video-based weight loss program. A lot of people think of it like a nutrition course because I am somewhat of an educator by nature. I just like people to understand why they're doing everything they do. So I partnered with Beachbody. They're a really renowned fitness company that produced programs like P9DX and Insanity. And together we took what I was doing in a one-on-one setting and a one-on-twenty setting and made it so now over 200,000 people are able to lose weight with my system called the 2B Mindset. And your system, it's a little unique for Beachbody because a lot of their programs are exercise-based. Mm-hmm. And your is, I'm their you first the- non-fitness-required 
program they've ever done. The only nutrition program, they, like based program they've ever done. And it's a video series where you mm-hmm. watch videos every week and it teaches you how to apply all the, you know, the, the yeah. program elements. Exactly. So it starts with how you want to look at food, how you want to break down the food groups, how you want to design your plates, what you want to do for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You don't have to count calories. You don't have to cut anything out. But my approach to eating in a way that you stay really full and satisfied, but you actually see weight loss results and additional videos on what I do and what you should do when you go to events, parties, when you're traveling, a short trip that's just a weekend trip versus, you know, you're going to Italy for three weeks, like how to pace yourself and eating the pasta and the gelato in a way that you can enjoy it, but you're still going to come back feeling good in your pants and not like, what happened? Um, And then additional videos of what I what you're going to do if the scale goes up now what uh if you're an emotional eater there's a video for help i fell off and there's a video for help i'm at a plateau and essentially you really get that experience of what it's like to be you know in my office of answering these questions for you and it also comes with a box of the tools that you need in order to see the best success with it as well so in a nutshell, because I know you've said you're a volume eater, that's why I guess we get along so well yeah. and why you can appreciate what Hungry Girl does. In a nutshell, no pun intended, um, what, are, what is your food philosophy? Explain like how you approach food and how you approach weight loss and volume eating. So my two philosophies that I love so much, I actually broke down into a trademark and somewhat of like a copyright. My trademark is water first, veggies most. Water first, veggies most. Four words that I really always believe we're going to curb the obesity crisis in America and beyond. But water first before your meals helps tremendously because we all have a really big appetite. We all think we have to eat so much. We're all like always worried, are we eating enough calories and all those things. But the truth is we need a lot more water than we do food. Water before your meals has been studied over and over again as a way to fill up, feel satisfied, and reduce the amount you end up eating without even consciously having to do so and I'm all into losing weight without having to think about it or overthink it so water first and veggies most veggie up everything you do and that's why I love your recipe so much because we both love cheese but we like to just you know dunk it all over spaghetti squash and zoodles and stuff like that so we can actually eat a ton of cheese in a way that we're still going to feel full and satisfied so water first veggies most and or veggies more for everyone out there who doesn't like veggies just veggies more just eat more veggies they're really really good for you and I also have a concept called the more sure model where you can eat and you can eat carbs and you don't have to cut anything out but again you want to start with water first you want to fill up on veggies you want to make sure you have protein at every meal because that's how you stay full yes you can have carbs for energy they're great high fiber bread a piece of fruit potatoes sweet potato whatever but they can trigger Addictive eating make us want to eat more and more and more. So if you want to eat more, sure, but then go right back around the wheel where you'll start with some water, have some veggies, then have some protein, and then again, you'll have some more carbs. But this is a way of, you're not saying no to these things, but you approach more addictive foods that aren't as best for weight loss in a stepwise approach that you get to them when you've actually filled up your system and you have a little greater sense of control. Okay, just curious, what's your addictive food? What What's the one food that really sets you out of control? My one, mine is. My Wonder Whips, I can go back to them over and over again. I essentially take plain on fat Greek yogurt. You call them something else. No, 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 you're not. You're okay. not. You're, I want to know what your food oh, is like that sets you off. What's your trigger food? What's the food? Then you can tell me your Wonder oh. Whips. If I'm, I've gotten so good at my Marshall model instinctively, it's like it becomes muscle memory if you do for long enough. But if I'm 
hungry and I'm depleted and I didn't drink enough water that day and I didn't eat enough food and I have like one bite of popcorn, I can eat three family size jugs that you'd get from a movie theater. Um, but I think everyone's addicted to popcorn and can't stop. Um, so it's so, like salty, crunchy um, carbs. Those peanut butter filled salted pretzels oh, from Trader, Trader Joe's, Joe's that I yeah. buy for my husband and daughter, not for me. Uh, if I'm, again, too hungry, too depleted, like I could have several handfuls of those. Halo Top, I always have a whole pint. Everyone's like, you have a whole pint? Isn't that bad? Like, they kind of designed it that way. That's um, the point of Halo that's Top. That's the whole point. Uh, but any what I call open-ended food. So open-ended foods are foods that don't even have a stopping point. They're designed for you to be addicted to them. So that's cereal, pretzels, granola, any big bag of trail mix. Like open-ended foods are everyone's culprit. If Honestly, a lot of people, like you and me, we both love products. And a lot of people are like, oh, my God, so many products, so unnatural. I honestly believe our biggest issue as a society is not processed food as much as it is open-ended foods. These foods where they just don't have an end point of when you should eat them like or when you should stop eating them. An apple, orange, I'm good with. If I, it's a hot summer day, I'm dehydrated, and it's a big bowl of cut-up pineapple mango grapes – I can't stop. But that that's you designing that as an open-ended food. So cut it's up, like it's, it's, it's humans up. that take the food and then abuse it by making it open-ended. Yeah, or it's like in a big bag with 17 servings in it. So it's just open-ended. Like there's no end. There's no end. And what are your Wonder Whips? Because I like that term. So I call them my Wonder Whips when I take plain non-fat Greek yogurt or, you know, plain unsweetened 2% yogurt. And I add stevia. I add peanut butter powder. I add coconut extract, vanilla extract, cinnamon extract. I mean, I just go back for more and more. If I get the big 32-ounce tub, it's so hot because I am not a measurer. So I'll like, you know. That's an open-ended food. It can become an open-ended food, yeah. (laughs) So So you have to break it down into little portions. So I make them all different flavors. I have to take a cup and I have to put it in a bowl and I have to seal the fahe and put it back in the fridge. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And then it's not open-ended. So we both do love product lines. And I love whenever you visit, you bring things that are your new favorites. And I have some favorites that I want to share with you. So I wanted to go over some foods with you. So what have you brought today that I may have not The first thing I brought, I wasn't even planning on sharing with you, but it's literally like a vanilla cupcake. It's an essential oil. The brand is Give Scent. Rub this on your wrist. All right, this is not a food. Not a food. I feel cheated. Not a food, but it literally is lemon cake. Oh, it does smell like lemon. By the way, I only wear scents that smell like dessert. Only, because I don't really like floral This really, it's so yummy to me. Mm, Yummy. It smells like lemon, smells like lemon cake, but doesn't have the Mr. Clean element. Right, right, right. I like it. I actually give this as a gift. You know what? Keep this, Lisa. Oh, thank you. It's really good if you're in traffic or something like that. (laughs) You just sniff your wrists. Okay, what can I eat? More importantly. When it comes to food, obviously I wanted to bring you a veggie, because I love veggies. Watermelon radish, I think, is so underrated. Is this a oh. watermelon radish? Have you ever had one? Well, I've seen a watermelon radish, believe it or not. They serve it to me on, I think American Airlines has a salad that has these. It's really not pretty on the outside. It looks like a green mm. and whitish globe, but when you slice it, it's hot pink inside. It's hideous on the outside. Hideous on the Beautiful outside. Beautiful on the inside. Beautiful on the inside. Mm. We can learn. We can all learn from the watermelon yeah, radish. Yeah, exactly. Don't it's judge good. a book by its cover when it comes to veggies. I hard, I like highly, highly believe that. And I 
I love ra- watermelon radish. It's a little sweeter than a regular radish. And so I slice it up and I can snack on it. Or have you ever had that garlic expression salad dressing? Mm-mm. Oh my gosh, I wish I brought that. Garlic expression salad dressing is so good. And if you have a lot of the sliced radishes in that, it's great. I also brought this siete cashew queso, which you can dip the veggie in. This cashew queso has become a big staple in my siete? fridge and my life. That means seven, right? I guess so, yeah. Siete. Yeah, because they're they're really interested. Me too, a little bit. (laughs) Uh, They're really interested in like their seven grain chips. So siete grain. mm -hmm. So, but that's great. I know that cashew queso is so good. Holy moly, this is vegan. I'm assuming it's vegan. And what I do, and two tablespoons is only thirty calories, which I always like to find in a dip. So, two grams of fat, 30 calories. This is great. It's got a little heat. I'm always looking for two tablespoons under 50 when it comes to a dip. So the 30s are always my favorite. So 30s is this cashew queso by Siete. And that eggplant hummus from Trader Joe's, from Trader Joe's. is also about 30 calories for two tablespoons. So I love that. That's good. Do we get to keep that here? Yeah. And where's, where's mm-hmm. our cinnamon milk? Okay. So I found a tea that I'm literally obsessed with. So it's called Three Cinnamon by a brand called Puka, P-U-K-K-A. The tea is called Three Cinnamon, it's orange. And if you put this in hot water and you add stevia and a splash of almond milk, it tastes like the milk from Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I'm gonna try it. And you can have it iced, I'm assuming. And you can put it over ice too, I'm gonna have a sip. Mmm, that is so cinnamony, but it's not, it doesn't taste like a candle. See, I'm afraid most herbal teas taste like candles to me. This just tastes like delicious, oh my gosh, it's creamy so cinnamon. What is that called again? It's uh, by Puka. Puka. And it's three. And it's three cinnamon. Three cinnamon. And if you mix it with stevia and a splash of almond milk, it ends up tasting like the milk from Cinnamon Toast, cinnamon toast Crunch. And you don't have to eat all that nasty cereal. To get there, I know. That is yummy. And there's hardly any calories in this because what you, you probably used only about 10 calories worth of almond milk. Oh, yeah. And I, I look at that as like calorie free. I, in the winter, oh my gosh, I have so much. And then the summer, I plan on icing it a lot. Okay. Then I brought epic maple glazed and smoked tender salmon bites. Have you ever tried these? No, I don't think so. It's like a cut up salmon jerky, but it has a little maple glaze. I actually eat these. Like, this is what I keep in my car are these like salmon jerky slice. Get the bag. I know epic, epic make, they make a lot of meat snacks. Yeah. Um, but salmon, I don't know. I'm, very particular about Okay. It's not it's definitely not for everyone. Lolly's coming in your dog. Yeah. I'm sure Lolly <laughs> the dog would like is running it. it. It does smell a little like a See, do you, she's excited. Yeah. Actually, I, I know I'm gonna like this, but I'll I'll tell I you what I think. I don't have like it, it every day. It's a good emergency snack mm. in your car. This is fantastic. Oh, I'm so glad you like it. It tastes like not smoked salmon like lox, but you mm. know when you have like the maple adds salmon, such a good feature. It's vent- It's so good. And it's just a really good protein on the go. How many calories is it? How many calories for the whole bag? So the whole bag is 250 calories, but you really don't need a whole bag. Like mm-hmm. a good handful takes you far. And eight grams of protein. This looks like it's probably it's, four servings in here. Is and it's only only two and a half. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a good amount. And it's, I like that it's cut in cubes because they're trackable because I'm really into tracking. And so six pieces, eight pieces, ten pieces... You know what I mean? And it, it actually does keep you full. So they truly are little bites. And they're not like, uh, sometimes they also salmon, make sticks. but salmon jerky like freaks me out. I would not eat that. This actually looks like beautiful pieces of fish. Yeah. So I'm on board with this. This is a really great product. This well, brand Epic is really 
it's really a good brand. I really like how clean everything is, and I like the idea that it's provisions, you know? I'm always, I feel like everyone's always scared they're gonna run out of food, like it's their last meal. So it is good to have things that are so, like, shelf-stable, things you can keep in your car that really are smart. And you do keep that in your car? I do. What if it's hot? I don't know, I feel like it's fine. Okay. I keep it in the glove compartment. It's like an emergency snack. Good. Well, okay. you're still here. Clearly it works. Wait, you have more? Because I was going to bring my stuff out. Oh, okay. Bring your stuff out. Okay. Oh, my God. I have too much. Wait. No, you can... One more. Okay. I don't want to cut you off. One more. La- last thing that I really have often and in going into the summer, I want to give everyone one of my best tips that I give to anyone who's about to go to an event, a date night, a red carpet, yada, yada, to de-bloat. Wait, anyone who's about to go to a red carpet? I mean, like, yeah, that seems super unrelatable, but I have totally. some celebrity Hey, clients. everyone out there, if you're about to go to a red carpet, this is what you should drink. I have some Clearly celebrity your clients. audience is a little bit different than our audience. Yeah, in private practice, it definitely is. And in my retreats, it tends to be there. But uh, so this is pure, but for everyone, you know, it's swimsuit season, whatever it is. If you're feeling a little bit bloated, I like pure aloe. So it doesn't taste that great, but this brand is from Liquid Organic. You can get it. You can get aloe at Trader Joe's. They have like a big container, but Whole Foods sells pure aloe leaf. It doesn't smell so great. It doesn't smell or taste so great. But if you add just one ounce into like a 16-ounce bottle of water and you add like um, a Crystal Light Pure Packet mm-hmm. or a Sweet Leaf Water Drops to kind of neutralize the taste. Or you can add just lemon juice and stevia. It de-bloats you? It de-bloats you. Aloe works. I mean, it has a slight like laxative effects you don't it's not a a a harsh like pill laxative but it does help go through you a little bit Mm de-bloat you a little bit but it's also somewhat hydrating so it's not going to dehydrate you at the same time and it's the trick is to not have a lot you really just want like two tablespoons yeah i don't think you'd want a lot of this i'm not gonna try it but it doesn't i don't like i don't like the taste but it's a good tip that i want to share with like more women going into bathing suit system um, season because i know my private clients do really love it so that's something i wanted to share with the crowd. If you're going to be in a bathing suit, if you're going to, if you have a summer wedding, anything coming up, and or you're feeling like a little constipated two days in a row, a little of this aloe in a big bottle of water sometimes does the trick. Okay, good, good information. All right, now are we ready for things that I have for you? Oh yeah, I'm okay. So ready. First up, uh, do you if you do you know these? Are these these cauliflower sandwich thins? They are, but they're for. so they're outer aisle, but they're rebranding. I don't know if you tried the new formula and the new packaging. I remember loving them, but just thinking they were a little salty. Try and see what you think, because they're making. Okay, these are now called Plant Power. It used to be called Outer Aisle, and I think maybe the parent company mm. is Outer Aisle, but they changed the oh gosh, texture. It's so good. They're fifty calories. And they're making for one, for one, yeah. And they're making these, and they're pretty big too. So it's like a tortilla size. But they're making butternut squash. Uh, make, but that's going to well. be higher. I don't. We don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Calories. It's going to be because it's mostly veggie. So it, they're not out yet. But these, are I love a great these, and find. I think they're great because there's so many like cauliflower crust pizzas and recipes that sound so good. But for me, I like quick, 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 and taking out the cheesecloth. During the week, when I have like my kids and my work, it's not as realistic. So I love the store bought someone doing it for me. Exactly, you can just throw whatever you want. On Especially there, when the, the ingredients toaster. are so clean, like they're the same that I would use at home. That's I think right. There are less than I think there are fewer than six ingredients. Amazing, isn't Simply that amazing? Six. Simply, I know we're here, and every, all the my snack finds have less than six ingredients. Next one up, okay, we've got all right. This is one of my favorite things ever. Do you know Icelandic provisions skier? Let me try this. It's not. It it is. Is this coconut? 
It's coconut. It's not yogurt. How many it's calories skier. is this? 130, but it's the best. Not ba- 140 calories and 15 grams of protein for dairy-free yogurt. Yes, the coconut has 140. I think there are some okay, flavors is, that have a little have less. It's coconut it is, flavor. I think it is it cheese. I don't know if it's cheese, but I I heard that skier may be cheese, but it's made of milk, so it's got definitely it. got dairy in it. But yes, yum! I'm excited. 140 calories, 15 grams of protein. I'm whenever I look at a yogurt, I'm always looking for more grams of protein than sugar. So this has 15 grams of protein and only 13 grams of sugar. So that's already a win, you know, if you're looking for already flavored yogurts. That's why specifically I created my Wonder Whips because it's hard to find a good flavored yogurt that already, right, yeah. that's why you like to do, look, I, as a control freak, I do the same thing. I want to control everything and, and add the But flavor. this is actually better control because then it's close-ended. <laughs> the, and by the way, I usually only eat mm. plain, I, I eat plain faye, but this is my exception. Wow, it's, it's really like good. it's almost like my husband eats this as dessert. He just lost a ton of weight, and good this is him. his daily dessert. I love it because it has that mouthfeel. Do you remember the coconut ice pops that, like, there was a mango one, and I remember by the pool in the summer, there was like a mango one, a strawberry one, that all had low calories, and the coconut one was like yeah, it was like 150 right. more. One was like sixty, and the coconut had one twenty. It because was frozen fruit. Yeah, I think it was frozen fruit, but it had a bite to it, like you could actually bite down on the coconut and you can do that with this one too so i i love texture well there's a lot of coconut little pieces in i this. love that the next one i this is a brand new product and it i think you're gonna like it i it's my exception like i don't eat rice i'm not a rice person i'm not a rice person this, unless it's cauliflower rice all right this is right rice brand new it's my friend's company actually interesting and it's rice made from veggies it's okay. The first ingredient is lentil flour and chickpea flour and pea fiber and rice flour. Where are the so I look at these as starchy vegetables? Exactly. Yeah, it's made out of starchy vegetables. It's definitely, but that's what the reason what what makes it taste exactly like rice. So like I love cauliflower rice. It's and not a, a starchy. In, it's not a starchy. This tastes so, just like regular rice. Right. So this is how I feel about like bean pasta. It's like if you want it to be a little bit more starchy tasting than a zoodle. At least for about the same calories, the quality of the calorie is better. Mm-hmm. Like and then you can mix this with cauliflower rice too. Totally. So if you want to just bulk it up and have it be more realistic. And it tastes oh, exactly Oh wow, this like really rice. tastes like rice. I, I haven't know, tasted something that tasted like this in a while. You know, know what I've been eating lately, which like really doesn't taste like rice, is miracle rice. Miracle oh, rice is miracle noodles oh, and rice. That's konyaku that, yam flour. I love it, that's, but it couldn't be further from rice. It's, bar- <laughs> it's barely shaped like rice. This also, the seasoning packet is delicious. It tastes like almost like tradition soup. Like it's, it's well, really it's garlic delicious. and herb, right? There's definitely some kind of a, I can't remember the spice, this but you're right. This is a great it's, food. Like I would recommend people have this at lunchtime. There, a lot of studies actually show that when people have beans for lunch, it really leads to a greater level of satisfaction later on. And that's why I like beans at lunchtime because it carries you a long time. Like you usually don't need an afternoon snack if you include some beans in a cauliflower fiesta bowl type thing. And this rice would be an amazing thing to have midday because it's it's like thick. It's satisfying. And it also has Very protein satisfying. and fiber. It has a lot of protein. 180 calories a serving. This would actually keep you full for a while in addition to, you know, Water first, veggies most, a good protein as well. I would probably still have, but for vegans, this is amazing. Amazing for vegans, and especially right people who have a hard time getting protein. protein. And the thing is about rice, it's this is not way lower in calories than rice. It's just rice 
that has a lot of nutrition. Just way better for you than white rice. Beans are so good for us. It was actually pulses and beans are one of the best things people can eat. First of all, in terms of food safety and food security, beans are so inexpensive. They're really easy to grow. They're really easy to access. And they're so dense in nutrition. It's it was actually the year of the pulses in 2016, the year of like beans and legumes and everything. And I was really preaching it. I'm well, always it's coming really back in 2019. Beans. Yeah. And, and because of right rice. And it's nice because it's hard for Americans. Beans are not so high in our culture as much as like a Latin culture and other ones. And so any opportunity you have to eat more beans and pulses in a form that is more recognizable to mm-hmm. you and more delicious is is a great right, thing. and this can serve so many purposes. So oh yeah, I, I love this product. It's, it's a fantastic product. Just like coming the packaging out now, too. and you can get it on Amazon. It's actually easy to order, so it's um, it's all good. What's and it's it at called? Whole Foods Nation. Right rice, right rice. Huh. So there it is. I like okay. It. Well, thank you for bringing all the goodies, and thank you for being yeah. here. I I'm with you. I always think like a bright new recipe, a bright new food find. It just makes living healthfully and happily more accessible, more doable, more fun. I think anytime people get too worried about it's in a bag, it can't be good for you, it's like then how sustainable is that, you know? Yeah, so no, we have to eat food. You have to are, eat really realistic. yummy food and you have to always have a good new thing to look forward to, new flavor variety, new recipe because it, it just keeps you positive, keeps you excited. Agreed. So Alana, if people want to find more of you, where can they find you? AlanaMolstein.com, my website. It's pretty much like my hub of finding out everything else. I have a lot of retreats coming up and events. So Alana Molstein, Alana is with an I, I-L-A-N-A. Um, and my last name also has a random H in it. So definitely look at my name before you try to find it. And um, on social media, on Instagram, I'm Alana Molstein RD. And uh, probably everywhere. I feel like I'm in people's faces. Well, continued <laughs> success to you. Thank I want to help people. So I try to get out there. Thank you so much. Check her out. She's awesome, inspirational. Thank you for being here, Alana. Thank you. This is so fun. Thanks, Alana. You are completely awesome and inspirational. This was a very cool episode of Hungry Girl, Do the Right Thing. For more Hungry Girl, as always, you should go to hungry-girl.com, sign up for daily emails, or check us out on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash hungrygirl. We are at Hungry Girl on Instagram if you want to find us there. And don't forget to tune in next week for another episode of our fantastic podcast, Chew the Right Thing. So I'm Lisa Lillian signing off. Till next time, Chew the Right Thing.